What's up, gang? Welcome back. Thanks for joining me. Happy to be here. We survived another week of whatever's going on in the world and our lives. Hey, thanks to everyone who reached out about last week's episode. I talked about some uh, heavier, like more personal stuff a little bit up top, and I appreciate everyone reaching out. People that did saying some nice things. I've realized if you're struggling with something mentally, physically, whatever you're struggling with, it does help to talk about it a lot because oftentimes you realize other people are going through the same shit. It's quite fascinating, actually, how much we're all struggling. So, you know, I, I really, after I recorded last week's episode, I was like, I don't know, I should keep that up there. And I'm glad I did because uh, people responded nicely to it. And that was, that was good. It felt good for me, especially yesterday. Yesterday was particularly a really tough day for me. And so it was nice to have all that. So I appreciate it. If anyone out there is struggling with stuff, you know, I know people say this all the time. It can be uh, a cliche, but always reach out to me. Some people do about that stuff and I'll always respond. It's I've never been more aware of how important mental health is, let's say. That's for damn sure. It's not easy, but you got to do what you got to do. And, and tied into that, you know, the Discord group, with Ke- the Keanu Trades Discord group has really been a game changer. We talked about it last week. You know, I'm talking about getting heavy into options and, you know, not really doing the long-term stuff. Like we, we always say, we don't want to, I'm not really getting into long-term, just doing the, the Keanu way, if you will, where it's, we're doing weekly, daily contracts, just a couple of days here and there. Hey, I mean, hold the, hold the contract for a couple minutes, a couple hours, a couple days, however it works, however the pattern works for you. Um, I still have a lot to learn. Started doing paper trading today on Thinkorswim. Again, this is all stuff that I've just carbon copied straight from the the Keanu Discord and all of his his advice and his tips and everything. It's starting to make sense. And even doing paper trading, if you're not familiar with paper trading, it's essentially fake trading. You can open an account with uh, you know whatever I think a couple hundred thousand dollars or something, and you can just start trading, and it's fake. It's all fake money, so you can figure out how these things work and see if it's something that you want to do, and if you're good at, and just you can realize, okay, is this something I want to do? And you can work on it without having to risk your ass, risk your ass, risk, risk your ass uh, putting down money. Because like we we keep saying, the beauty of options, if you know what you're doing, is you can use a lot less cash to make cash. Now, the problem is a lot of folks who are newer to investing go, that sounds great. I don't have a lot of cash. I'd love to be to do this. It's like, yeah, that's that's good, but this is an advanced form of trading. So do your due diligence, do your work. I've spent probably at least a month going through some videos and some trading guides, a lot of stuff through Keanu in the Discord. So I've been doing a lot of that. Still have a lot to do. Obviously, it's a never-ending thing. That's something also that is preached in that Discord group through Keanu specifically is that, um, you know, just you always got to practice. LeBron James still takes free throws and practice shooting. So you still got to practice trading, know what you're doing. And just following the Discord, the main chat has really helped um, with learning this information, following what the guys are saying, seeing what's going on, what kind of what kind of trades are they making. Everyone's very active about what they're talking about in there. And at first it was like kind of like, reading a foreign language but now as i'm learning the material i started to go okay i know what they're talking about now this makes sense this makes sense and again still have a lot to learn but when you do paper trading i compare uh the stock market to stand-up comedy all the time because these are both things you can sit and plan 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 forever and you can read everything about it and you can learn 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 but you're never going to learn as much as just by doing it and getting into it 
Same thing with investing, same thing with comedy, same thing with these options I'm realizing. It's like you can learn, 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 but you're never going to be like, all right, I got it. I'm going to go into it. It's like you got to learn. You got to stumble. You got to you got to fail upwards. I know it's cliche, but it's just tale as old as time. You know, when I, when you stand up early on, Louis Anderson taught me that. You don't learn shit when you kill. When you eat it, that's when you figure it out. That's when you go, okay, where did I go wrong? Where can I go better? Where did I lose him here? When you kill... You get off stage going, I'm a genius. I've, I'm great. I can't do no wrong. Same thing with when you're trading and you're making big money. You walk out, you leave that trading day or you, you walk away from your phone, whatever your platform you're using and you go, oh man, I'm the shit. I just, I know what I'm doing. I make calls left and right. I got it going on. Stock market's very good. I swear it's listening when you talk like that. Because as soon as you start talking like that, it's like, watch this fucker. Bam. You know? And so... Don't get ahead of yourself. Do your due diligence. I'm glad that he's very honest. Keanu and everyone in the Discord is very honest about things and saying, hey, do your work. Do what you got to do. He even says paper trade for six months to a year. I don't want to go that long, but maybe a couple of months. Basically, once I am doing a good, getting a good batting average, because you're not going to win every trade. But if I'm getting a good batting average, that's good. I did two trades today on paper trading. Two for two. Made money on both. Not a lot, but made some money. And that's the beauty of this. If you can, if you can make... You know, 100, couple hundred, 300, four, 500. Then you start getting into the thousands. Hey, man, that's good money. That's good daily money. Shit, you make a couple hundred a day. You're you're ahead of almost everyone on the planet as far as income is concerned. As far as trading is concerned, you're 1%, right? If you're day trading and making that kind of money, you're <laughs> honestly, in my opinion, there's not many people that can do that. So... Can't recommend it enough. I'll keep talking about it. If you want to get in the Discord, I don't think there are any more free spots left. We've been putting that in out there for a while, but it's getting to the point now where it's it's. I don't think we're doing any more freebies unless you're like a direct family member of mine. <laughs> and even then, it might be like, come on, you had time. What are you doing? So I'm just excited about it. It's a healthy distraction because I've, like I said last week, and I'll keep saying I've been having a rough go at it with a lot of things emotionally. And, and so this is a healthy distraction. I'm trying to replace a lot of the unhealthy distraction I had in my life with, with healthy ones. And the discord group and learning about options has absolutely been very positive. And I think it'll continue to do that. It's exciting. It's motivating it. You know, I, I kind of, it makes me want to set bigger goals for myself. I feel like before I was kind of being like, no, we'll just, we'll wait the long game. And I st still, you still got to be patient and play the long game. But, you know, if you take action, you can get there a little quicker, I feel. And if you, if you really apply yourself, this again, this is all stuff that the guys in the group talk about and Keanu talks about. It's, you know, I think it's important to, if you're making money in, in investments, to also be very transparent with how much work you put into it. You know, I think I, I learned this in therapy about mental health. Uh, I'd always see people who are like very mentally well-adjusted and just happy people. And I'd be like, wow, I wish I could be like that. How are they like that? And I just thought they were naturally like that. It's like, no, you got to work a lot at that. Kind of like how you you realize that with the gym. Like for the longest time, I'd see like friends of mine who are in really good shape. And like, man, they're just, they're ripped. How are they in such good shape? I mean, we, we eat the same stuff, but it's like, we don't be eating the same stuff when hanging out together. When they're, when they're at home, they're, they're meal prepping, eating healthy, eating clean, taking supplements, going to the gym for two hours a day. I wasn't seeing all that. I would just see them at work where we worked at Jets Pizza together and we ate pizza together. I'm like, oh, you eat pizza too. Yeah, not just when I'm here. You know, so it's, it's stuff like that where you're like, oh, there is work that goes into that. It took me a long time to realize that both with physical health and mental health. Where you're like, oh, it's not just something that you just obtain. It's, there's a lot of steps and a lot of work 
you know, when I see someone who's very mentally well adjusted and a very, you know, a genuinely happy, healthy person, I'm like, wow, they, they must work very hard at that. I used to think it just came naturally. And that's definitely not true. And same with like, same with this trading stuff. People don't just like see this. And, and at first I was like, oh man, how are they getting this? Are they just like, is it just clicking with them? Is it something they just understand that I don't? Is this like calculus all over again? What's going on? Is this what's it? But it's no, it's, it's people who actually put in the work, actually gave a shit, stayed on top of it, followed it through. And so you're seeing that and you're like, oh, okay. And again, it's just like, it's the simplest principle, but for some fucked up reason, especially for me, it can be so hard to remember no matter how much you know it, but nothing in this world worth having comes easy. It's just true. And if you watch the show Scrubs, that's a Bob Kelso quote. It's great. That show also, by the way, was my therapy for a long time. Before I could afford actual therapy, my therapy was the TV show Scrubs. The DVDs, by the way, not the not streaming, because when I was watching it back when I graduated high school in college, 05, 09, it was like, here's how the DVDs. And I like having the DVDs because now on the streaming, the licensing changes, so they have to change the music all the time. And what was very important about Scrubs, not just the writing and the actual show, was they did... The music was so important and so lined up with the show. It was perfect. And there were some iconic episodes that were just so good with the music and the scenes. And so when they changed it on some episodes, I'd be like, what's going on? You might as well change the actors if you're going to change the music. So I'm glad I had the DVDs because I got the original music. They don't have to change it for the licensing deals. They got to redo for streaming. It's a great show. Also, and I make sure to point this out, just like Ted Lasso, not that funny of a show. Scrubs is not that funny of a show. Ted Lasso makes me laugh sometimes. Very it does. It does. I'm not going to deny that. Just like Scrubs. Scrubs would make me laugh maybe once an episode. It would make me laugh hard maybe twice. But rarely, honestly. Um, and so Ted Lasso is kind of the same. Where it's not a funny show to me. It's just a wholesome, real show. Like Both those shows are therapy to me. And, and funny enough, one of them is kind of about therapy. And fun kicker both made by the same guy bill lawrence so go figure that's my plug for entertainment this week watch scrubs watch ted lasso and get fix your, fix your mental health i might rewatch ted lasso um and i've been watching frazier speaking of mental health about a show about psychiatrists that's a great show um i think i gave out my paramount plus password on here a couple episodes ago but if you want to watch frazier i'll send you my password although it might i might have to lock it up soon because i tried to watch a champions league soccer game today and I, I couldn't log into it too many people were watching my account and i'm like this is my account what's going on so whatever um more on the option stuff so today yeah the day today i officially started paper trading options like i said paper trading fake trading I'll probably start doing it for real in a month-ish, maybe, hopefully. Hopefully within a month, I can I can get close to doing it for real, maybe sooner, depending on how aggressive I am. But I do have a, a little bit busy of a travel schedule here the next uh, month-ish. Excuse me. So I could, be able, I could be able to do it, but we'll see. And sorry, I'm yawning. I just had a bottle of sake at dinner. I'm in Philadelphia. I'm in my hotel recording this right now. And I, I went a couple blocks over to get ramen at this place called Hero Ramen. Amazing. It was cash only. So right there you knew it was bomb. Anytime you go to an Asian restaurant, it's cash only. You know, it's going to be fire. Um, the menu looked terrible. Also a good sign of a good Asian restaurant. Traditional decor for uh, ramen. You know, it had the Japanese architecture, Japanese style. So I appreciate that. That was cool. And then, of course, aside all that, the ramen was amazing. The only thing that kind of sucked, it was bring your own. They didn't have a, they clearly didn't have a liquor license or couldn't serve alcohol because they didn't have beer or anything other than food. They just had, so they didn't have any alcohol, but literally two doors over was a liquor store. And I bought a bottle, of, a nice bottle of sake 
and got some cash at the ATM next door and had a day. So I'm a little, actually, maybe I'll hang on. Let's dip into the old, uh, let's dip into the old hotel fridge here. We got the sake. I wanted hot sake. It's a rainy day out, but you know, what are you going to do when, uh, you can't. I mean, the the. I'm just surprised the liquor store had sake. I guess it makes sense. They're next to a, a Asian or a ramen house that doesn't have liquor, so it's good. But it did make my meal cheaper, I guess, because I bought like a fifteen dollar bottle of uh, sake, which at the restaurant would have been like probably over thirty for the bottle I bought. Would have been over thirty at a restaurant for sure. So, and the ramen was. I got a order of gyozas and a, a spicy tonkatsu ramen. Always my go to. If you're a fan of spicy, uh, always get the spicy tonkatsu. Don't play around, you know. So good with some steamed steamed gyozas, which I'm a big fan of. If they're done right, they're better, obviously. Got a little of that. God, it was so good. It was so good. And I always compare I ramen, you only get on the coasts, all right? That's the rule with ramen I've realized. I've only got good ramen on the coasts of this country, East Coast, West Coast. So Philly's close enough to the coast. I'm counting it. It's like an hour and a half from New York. New York City has incredible ramen. Probably the best ramen in, in the city, in the country is in New York City. Midwest, nothing. I don't care. Chicago, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Give me a Rex. I'll try them. I don't care. I don't believe you. Don't believe you. It might be okay, but it's not going to be on that level of the coast. San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, Los Angeles, San Diego. Maybe not San Diego, but L.A., Seattle, San Francisco, Portland. Amazing ramen. New York City. Philadelphia's got it going on. This place, I compare everything to Minka Ramen in the East Village. Now, you might be sitting there in New York City being like, that's not the best ramen in New York City. Well, hey, go fuck yourself, okay? Because the East Village Minka Ramen is my favorite. And guess what? It's going to be just as good as your favorite. We're just splitting hairs, okay? It's in that level of top-tier ramen. And so is this place. Super good. Got the, bo- got the bottle of sake. Perfect for a cold night. I was very satisfied. It was so cheap. I think my bill was like $21. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't drink there, but still, a, a spicy tonkatsu ramen, order gyoza is 21 bucks. No cash. I mean, no, no, sorry, cash only. No uh, tax. No tax or nothing. Just it was $21 straight up. So I appreciate that. That was that was cool. Um, I'm also skipping Batman right now. I have a bunch of friends going to see Batman at the AMC downtown Philly right now. And I said, hey, guys, we got to stay focused, man. We got to do a podcast tonight. The fellas, you know, are saying nice things in the Discord and on social media. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep the flame going here, you know. So, anyways, more on options. Let's keep going about it. I love it. I, I, it's a fun to talk about. Also, another thing I want to mention, another guy I want to mention, Jordan in the group. He listens to this podcast and shouts it out. So I super appreciate that. Cool kid. I think he's nineteen or twenty. Young, young. You know, <laughs> like holy shit. I talk about all the time, if I had kept the money I invested when I was 19, I'd be worth over $3 million right now if I didn't even keep contributing to it, which is crazy, right? So this kid stays, I mean, he doesn't need me to hear say this. He already knows the shit, but he also motivated me because when I was having dinner with Keanu out in LA last, a couple weeks ago, he mentioned him and I was like, man, I, I was, I wasn't really like grasping options but i also hadn't really given it a full try i hadn't really sat down and gave it a full sit down and be like all right let's fucking do it i hadn't really done that yet and so when he talked about jordan he's like look man this kid's killing it he's like my best student he's like the you know he went and did it right he he followed it exactly he went 
and he, he studied everything for months. He paper traded for a long time until he got comfortable and then he came in with it and now he's killing it. So I'm doing exactly the same thing. So if I'm sitting there being like, look, I'm 34 years old. I know I'm fucking smart. You know, and I went to school for finance. I have an accounting degree. I worked for a big four accounting firm. There's absolutely no reason I can't get my head around this shit. All right. No knock to Jordan. I'm sure he's a smart, he's a smart kid, but it inspired me to be like, look, if this kid can do it, I can do it. I'm not saying anyone can do it, but it made me think, all right, I can, I can match up. So that's what I like about the group. Again, just to shout out the community of, of some of this finance stuff in the discord is really, um, is really inspiring. So I super appreciate that. And, uh, it's exciting. And so, like I said, the, the, I started paper trading today. The first two trades I did, I traded spy ETFs or the spy ETF. So spy and then Tesla contracts. Cause I, I sent a message in the group just like, Hey guys, what do you normally trade? I think Keanu, I screenshotted what he sent me. So I'm going to add this all to my watch list a little bit later here. Um, cause I still need to actually do some random crap. I got to book a flight to LA still for next week. Back in LA next week, by the way, folks. So let's, hey, Discord folks, let's get some sushi. We're having a sushi time. Dude, we're going back to Riverside for sushi with the gang, the Keanu gang. All right, so Keanu sent me this. He The the, uh, the stocks he trades options are Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Microsoft, Netflix, NVIDIA, Invesco, QQQ, Roco, Spy, Square, and Tesla. Great. Love it. Love all those companies. Well, not love all of them, but love most of them. I know them all well, which is what I like. And so I know how these all move. I can't predict them, but I, I, I'm familiar with how all these move. So the reason a lot of these guys pick it is so like, you know, get a couple of a couple of options that you really can can focus on and lean into it. Just a couple of companies and don't go like too crazy following too many. And I kind of say that too with, with trading, with investing, like narrow your focus. You're not going to be able to invest in 30 companies. I mean, you can if you have all that kind of capital, but you're better off just going heavy into five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 companies you really believe in. That's the way to do it. You'll know how they behave more. And so uh, again, with this option, the contracts I did today, I think I made, I would have cleared 158, 160 bucks. The one contract was like 300. The other one was like 1500. Maybe less than that. I think altogether it was like 1600 for both contracts. They went down 300 at one point. We're up to 50 at one point. And with the paper trading account, I'm like, look, trade, treat this like it was your real account. So don't get greedy. Like do what you would actually do if this was your real money, because that's how you're going to, if you don't do that, like you're not doing yourself any service. So you do have to kind of treat it like it is your money a little bit, even though it's not. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to get greedy and see what happens. We'll just take the, we'll take the money. We'll take the 158. We just made $158 in about 45 minutes. That's great. We'll take that. We'll see what other opportunities are out there. Another thing I know if you've heard people uh, say often is take what the market gives you. Don't get greedy. So, Hey, I'm new to this. I like that. I, I saw two different uh, kind of patterns that I'd been like kind of, and again, nothing is absolute, but I was like, okay, this is from what I've been looking. This looks kind of what they've been talking about. And then I checked the discord group to make, like, maybe they're saying something about it. Sure enough, Keanu had been drawing some patterns related to both of those. And I had just purchased contracts on them and I was like, great. So he must be thinking the same way. Sure enough, an hour later, it's in the money and I pulled it. So I'm like, oh, the system works. But again, I didn't just go in there and blindly follow a trade. I have been spending weeks learning about this months really, but aggressively for weeks, you know? And so I was able to have a better understanding of it. But again, having that discord to supplement is really, really important. So, um, and we'll keep trouble. Well, again, I'll keep talking about that every week. 
as we we learn more and more about options i can't stress it enough uh if you really do want to get into it there's also a test i need to take i'll talk about that next week i don't have time to take it today there's like a test that in the discord group that Keanu sent over it's basically like a personality test about determining if you should do options or not so i forget what it's called but i'll look it up later um so let's do a couple of things uh what do you want to talk about let's talk let's do a quick novonics check-in we talked about that last week stock made a 20 percent move today if you're if you're um if you're doing pre-market aftermarket excuse me but novonics limited they added another uh big appointment to their board gene olawang i hope i'm pronouncing that right president and founding ceo of virgin unite the entrepreneurial foundation of the worldwide virgin group to its board of directors so another big name from big corporate america to the board of directors of novonics we're going to stay buying it like i said i'm not buying any more australian shares i have plenty but i'm buying the american nasdaq listing nvx which is at 15 13 i think i started buying it around 13 dollars a share it popped like nine percent in after hours is at like 16 something in after hours so a 20 percent move today if you had bought it last week it was hanging around that number of 13 something so that's pretty great um the let's see uh we'll mention spotify in a second i want to talk about that briefly but so more novonics let's see if i'm certainly missing anything that was big in the news but anytime i see a lot of like those novonics can swing hard as people have noticed if they're investing in it i think there's a lot of insider information going on with novonics like insiders knowing what's going on appointments acquisitions that kind of thing but Stay buying it. 20% move today. That was nifty. Spotify, I'm getting a little more nervous about long-term. I don't... Um, like, I go back and forth. Like, I do... I like that they go big on on podcasting. That's how they're going to secure their, their revenue streams by having exclusive podcasts. You can also add video. Like, I need to integrate video into these podcasts. I just need to upgrade my phone so I can do it. That I can film long enough and actually transfer the files to Spotify. But I can put video to the Spotify you to the Spotify uh, podcast episodes now, just like Rogan does. I'll do that, hopefully, in the, by the end of this month, along with some other stuff that I want to add. But I go back and forth with Spotify. It's undervalued, I feel, because of the podcasting stuff, and it keeps taking a hit. Um, but long term, if Google and Amazon and Apple keep aggressively adding to their trying to get into the podcast or the streaming music market, that could hurt Spotify, obviously. But like I said, if Spotify keeps taking a hit, then it becomes an acquisition target. And then then you're in business. Then, then once it gets acquired, just take your cash and move on. All right. Let's get to the big news of today that happened just after hours. Amazon announcing a stock, a stock split. Amazon going with a big stock split following in the footsteps of Google. Amazon's doing a 20 to 1 stock split. I believe it goes on into effect later this summer, just like Google's. Um Google announced a 20 to 1 stock split a few weeks ago for their during their earnings report. Amazon's now doing it. It's the first one they've done since I believe 1999 and since then the stock is up like 4000%, which is crazy. <laughs> and but what's also cool, the 20 to 1 is a, is great cuz you now for every one share of Amazon, you're going to get 20 shares of Amazon. So the stock's going to go from what? 3000 to 150, let's say, roughly a share. And again, people go like, oh, well, why can, you know, you can already buy stock splits. Why is it, why does it matter if it splits? It still has a psychological effect. I know you can buy pieces of shares of these big caps, but it, it still helps psychologically to split the stock. I don't care what anyone says. Look at Apple. They keep doing it and it keeps working. So 
it does still have a psychological effect and it's emotional, especially when, when you're looking at the stock market, which is crazy emotional. So it's still worth doing in my opinion, and it's going to get a lot more retail investors involved. But more importantly, we made the same point with Tesla. Amazon's been having a lot of problems with their employees lately with like compensation packages. They want more money, essentially. They want to unionize and all this stuff. So it wouldn't surprise me if Amazon's also splitting the stock to give their some of their lower paid employees more exposure to the stock. Because you're doing stock programs for your employees, they can't buy pieces of stock for their compensation packages. So that split has to really help the employees more than the retail investors. Now, it helps the retail investors. But we made this point with Tesla a few weeks ago where we're like... The case for a Tesla stock split more has to do with employee compensation packages than anything else. Same thing with Amazon. It wouldn't surprise me at all if warehouse workers are now getting some nice little Amazon, uh, some stock deals to kind of supplement their pay, right? Not a, it's smart business. It makes sense. Like, hey, I'll, I'll talk. Hey, man, if my company was public, I'm not in a union. I have an agency that fights for me. But if I didn't have someone like that fighting for me for my money and I wasn't in a union and the company was like, we'll give you stock options. I'd be like, great. Because now I have an interest in the company succeeding. Now I, now it makes sense. Now I actually want the company to succeed versus burn to the ground. I'm not saying my current employers, I want to burn to the ground, but I'm just saying other ones I've had those feelings for no doubt. So it could be more to do with that than anything. It also could be, I've seen some articles saying that it could be setting it up to move it into the Dow Jones. Like Amazon, I believe, trades on the NASDAQ right now. So it could be a way to get it into the Dow, just like uh, our friend Apple. So that wouldn't surprise me either, all these things. So it's going to be the summer of Google and Amazon, like the summer of George. I mean, the summer of Google and Amazon with all these stock splits. Also, the fact that I want to reiterate uh, the fact that Amazon is the number one held stock by hedge funds. It's in over like 200 and some hedge fund uh accounts maybe even more i think it definitely over 200 i was reading through the top 10 like held uh stocks by hedge funds i try to catch that article every time it comes up it's like seeing where the big money is going i talk about it all the time know the game where's the big money going let's follow it all right it's a means to an end gang get that money you know you can stack a million in your brokerage account it's game over you know that 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 number will rise obviously but for now at the current level at the current financial uh, economic system that we have now a million in your brokerage account you can live off of because you can pull five to ten percent a year for income and still do your side hustles whatever but even if not you're pulling five to ten percent it's 50 to a hundred thousand dollars a year baby at ten percent at ten percent tax so get to that as quick as you can really get to a hundred thousand as quick as you can then get to a million but get to that hundred then do it again ten times bam get that mill that's the way to do it so also, like when speaking of these big uh, mega cap stocks, there's no more st after this Amazon Google split. There shouldn't be any like four digit, four figure stocks out there. Shopify was one of them, but it's the stock has taken such a hit. It's back to like where I bought it at almost uh, 587 when it was at the 52 week high. I think it's 17 something. Yeah, 1762. Holy shit. Holy shit. That's crazy. 1762. Now it's at. 587 and that's after it moved up $70 today went up 14% today fuck I'm just now noticing that I was kind of not paying attention to Shopify uh, recently and not really just kind of wasn't paying attention to a handful of stocks recently just because I'm like hey we're waiting for this stuff to fall let's flush out and I was kind of just focused on learning the option stuff but damn Shopify was what so 587 it was like 515 yesterday 
holy shit. But even at five, sub 600, I mean, Shopify is like, look, I know they said they were going to like slow their growth, but you, you don't cut the stock into, you know, four times. So I think Shopify is a bargain right now. I'm going to see if it can level out a little bit more, but it looks like maybe uh, big money is, is not having it because it went up 14% today. They may have been like, hey, let's scoop some of this up. I keep telling folks, it's like, I'm so glad I didn't buy more Shopify when it was in like the 1400s, 1500s and like thinking like, oh, I'll go to 2000. I'm so glad I kind of held off because now I'm like, shit, for that same price, I can get three, four shares when I could have just had one before. I mean, the beauty of dollar cost averaging was like a broken record, right? But damn, some of these deals out there, Apple's getting back down there. But even when you look at the broader market, I mean, Apple compared to the broader market didn't really fall that much. Square is still a bargain at 111. And that's after an $11 move today. It was at a hundred bucks yesterday. Tesla was at eight, man. This is interesting, really. This, if we'll see how the next few days play out, but man, this could see this. Today's making it feel like we may have hit a uh, a bottom, at least a short term bottom, for sure. Because when you look at the the last time we hit this point was uh, February third, almost a month ago, we hit the most exact same point. Yeah, that's crazy. If you look at the Nasdaq. Yeah, February, end of February, actually, a couple of weeks ago, we were almost right there. What's that? Double bottom, as they say. Uh, Wow. So it looks like we're hitting a little bit of a nice resistance, right? It's For the NASDAQ, it's 13,000. And it's funny because I remember in February of last year, them talking about the NASDAQ being, hey, we got to hold 13,000, we got to hold 13,000, that being a hard resistance line. So I'm glad to see it still holding resistance at 13,000 because if we break 13 into 12, that could be rough. That could be a lot more pain in the short term. Again, it's a game of stamina. We're in it for the long haul, but it's important to know if you're going to eat your lunch real quick <laughs> in the near term. Um, all right. Sake doesn't, taste, sake doesn't taste as good right now. Maybe it's because I'm not eating the delicious ramen with it. I mean, this is straight from... Japan. It's from Akita, Japan. Pure Dusk. It does say serve chilled, and I drank at room temperature when I got to the restaurant because I'm not going to wait to chill this thing. Like I said, I wanted warm sake anyways, but 15.5% alcohol by volume. Interesting. I'm not much of a drinker, by the way. I, I make it sound like I'm a drunk right now. I, I actually don't drink that much at all. I'm not a big fan. I'm a big, I'm a, I like weed. Weed's fun. But even that I'm trying to get a hold of, you know, I'm trying to uh, not, uh, especially now with this option stuff, it's like, I don't know if I can smoke during the way any smoke during the day much anymore uh, because I just, I don't want to cloud my judgment <laughs> with the, with options trading. I, I, here's the thing. I made a good grip though, investing while getting quite stoned all through 2020. And then I kind of had to pull it back because the world was opening back up. But in 2020, we're all just sitting at home. Hell yeah, I was getting lit doing my trades and investing. And I made damn good money doing it. But options is the next level. It's like we said, it's the big boys, the big leagues. I can't uh, phone it in. I got to go. I got to go a little extra for for that. So got to stay on top of my game. Um, but I'm super excited about it. Like I said, I, I keep saying I'm excited about things are going. I, I think I... Um, I think I got pretty much everything I want to talk about finance stuff out of the way. I didn't talk about a ton of individual long-term stuff this this week just because I've been pretty busy dealing with and dealing with some other bullshit in my life. And then, like I said, I've just been focused on the learning stuff, still paying attention to the stocks, but 
it's just been, hey, let's let's wait for this pain to stop. Let's see if there's some daylight. It looks like there's going to be, but I'm excited for the coming weeks. Again, we're in Philly the rest of the week. Not that that matters for this podcast, but I'll be here the rest of the week, and then uh, I'm going to head to home for a couple of days, and then back to California for like two weeks. So, by the way, uh, any comedians listening to the show, I don't know if a lot of comics listen to the show. Some do, but not that many, I don't think. So... If any comics are listening to this, hey, let's do some shows. Hit me up if you want to do some or if you know any of that I should go to. I'm definitely going to hit up a few comedy clubs while I'm there. Probably do some sets. I'll definitely promote them and talk about them. But I haven't booked my flight yet. I literally just had this all get worked out the other day. So I need to book my flight. Probably after recording this episode, I'm going to go book my flight to California and uh, then book my car. And hey, then it's going to be a party. So I got to make sure I have a car. I'm staying in Los Angeles. So I got to make sure I have a ride so I can zip around to uh, Riverside to where the King of Swing lives. And also, maybe we'll maybe we'll do a drive to Ventura. Go visit the kid in Ventura, you know. So we'll, uh, we'll have a nice little Cali tour coming up. Hit me up if you want to hang out. If you want to get dinner, let's do it. Let's get some fancy shit. I'm down. Um, I think that's all I got this week. I don't want to ramble past that. Uh, that was a nice little, nice little ditty. If you have any questions concerns comments you want to talk about your mental health uh talk to a therapist no i'm kidding do that but definitely hey reach out you know it's a good thing to do i hope everyone's doing well and uh yeah be safe take care and uh we'll see you next week bye